yeah. Welcome to the Weekly BJ Podcast, starring DJ BJ, a.k.a. Arabian Night, a.k.a. The Sultan of Sweat. He's 6'2", 225, coming straight out of Milwaukee. And now he's living a dream in Malibu, answering your fitness questions. That's right, even the stupid ones. Yo, BJ Gador with the Weekly BJ Podcast. We're back for part two of the Method Behind the Madness of the DailyBJ.com November 2019 programming. Yeah, it's a lot of words, but we'll get it in. And thanks for your patience. Hope you enjoyed part one. Already getting great feedback on it, by the way. Glad you guys are finding value. Uh, that's all I need to know. Like, if I know that you're using it and it's benefiting you, I'm willing to take the extra time. So it really helps, actually, when you send that feedback and let me know. Even if I don't uh, respond to all of it, I, I, I tend to get it sent my way, and it means a lot to me. So thank you. And now we're doing part two, the remaining three workouts. We'll get into that. I wanted to just share it quickly. As I mentioned, I was going to do the full thing yesterday, but I ran short on time, and we had to get to this Halloween party. And just kind of, this is like a bucket list thing. I want you to check out if you can. So we went to uh, LA, and there was a live orchestral performance of Psycho. So there was a big screen. We were watching Alfred Hitchcock's legendary timeless classic horror film, Psycho. And then there was a live LA opera or orchestral performance playing the music and the soundtrack. It was incredible. Like what an experience. And uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, if you are in LA or ever going to be in the area around Halloween time, just, just check this out, research it. It was incredible. Great experience. And again, we were dressed as uh, uh, Puerto Rican Gina and Arabian Manolo from Scarface. So uh, Naomi was like showstopper yesterday. I I was just there to complete the outfit, but man, she was she stole the show. I mean, we got stopped every ten minutes. I feel like we got stopped, and some one woman just demanded photos of us with her because uh, Naomi was so stunning. So lots of fun, and then I have to give a recommendation of the restaurant. Shit, have I forgotten the restaurant? Oh, let me, give me a second here. I'm, I'm right here. The pantry, I'm gonna look at my stories. Just because it, uh, it's one of the best diners I've ever been to. It's called The Original Pantry. And it's in LA, The Original Pantry. I had this ham and cheese omelet with like classic breakfast, breakfast potatoes. Like they, they smash them, there's like the coating on it. And then I had this incredible sourdough toast with butter, like thick, delicious, fresh sourdough toast. And it was like 1130 at night on a Thursday. So you can tell <laughs> I've made some progress in my fucking food, social anxiety. And it's just great, man. I I know a lot of you deal with this and have been to the point where like you could never do that that late in the day or on a Thursday or unplanned, unstructured. But you know what? I just recalibrate. I'm just in this constant state of recalibration. So this morning, uh, like I always do, I have my you know, plant protein powder with athletic greens and collagen protein and take three fish oil pills. And I'm probably going to go mostly liquid protein for the remainder of the day because I've got friends coming in and we're going hard this weekend. So instead of panicking and not enjoying myself all the way, I just had a great time, like like one of my best Halloweens in, in maybe two decades. Or if ever, I don't know, it's, it's up there. And uh, of course... It was sealed in with a delicious meal that typically would have been off limits to me at that time. But you know what? It was something else. And then the drive home, I even had fucking two cups of coffee at 1130 at night. And then we had this beautiful drive home in PCH and our new Jeep Wrangler. And man, it was just something else. So 
you know, it's the simple things, man. And it's also looking back, like we talk about progress in health and fitness. That to me is bigger than any PR I could ever set in the gym. Like that's the PR that I've been chasing. Just being able to live life to the fullest and not have anxiety about it and still look and feel good and, you know, just recalibrate and just make sure the calories are in check, make sure I'm getting my protein, all that good stuff. So just had to share that with you guys and gals because uh, I don't want you to lose sight of what this really is all about. It's not about the fitness. It's not about the diet. It's about the lifestyle. They play a component, surely, but we're all chasing this like lifestyle where we can be, you know, everything we always wanted to be or were, but then look the way we always wanted to look at the same time. And that that's the battle. That's what's so hard. And ultimately, that's why I try to take more of an empowerment angle than, uh, you know, do this, don't do that, where I've done that in the past. It might simplify things temporarily, but you're never really learning. And if I spoon feed this shit to you too much and don't make you use your fucking brain and critical thinking ability, how can you possibly end up becoming like me if you can't like to become like me you have to be a master of you you can't become a master of me what what how does that help you i'm trying to make you a master of you so these are the tools i've used the critical thinking the recalibration the trial and error the constant fine tuning then eventually you can find enlightenment in this fucking fitness game all right so workout four it is called med ball bss bs for bullshit bss for bulgarian split squat basically it's a full Bulgarian split squat routine using a medicine ball. It's it's like, this is genius. I, I love, you know, I love taking a single fucking exercise and showing you like a ton of ways to do it. Like many people know me from some of these videos, by the way, you know, like 100 ways to use 10 pound dumbbells that fucking crushed or 70 bodyweight cardio exercises, 46 million views on Facebook in 24 hours. All right. So I, I know what people like thing is we can't, can't go crazy with it. And we have to find, there has to be method behind the madness to it. And one thing I talk about, I've started to look at a lot of what I do because I'm finally realizing at this point in my career, 15 years in, and if you're a trainer, pay attention. This is like, this is new. We, people don't know what good fitness is. It's like, uh, how do I describe it? It's like hip hop in the beginning. No one really knew what good hip hop was. It just started. They knew like, I never heard the sound before. And they're like, this guy sounded better than, than this guy, or this gal sounded better than this gal, or you know, you, you, but then finally there's like, there's lyrics, there's flow, there's all this stuff. So we have to explain this to people. We have to educate people what a good workout is. I really just have to teach you how to work out. I mean, that's, that's been like, that's my specialty. And if I don't explain this enough, it's hard to know, like, how is it different from what he's doing? And, and a lot of people just think, oh, it's about the moves, the cool new moves. And what I will tell you is when I was younger as a trainer, I was constantly focusing on creating a new exercise which is cool. Like, oh, you never seen that before. But in a way, that's that's me not being good enough yet at what I'm doing. I had to distract you with novelty instead of really showing you how to take the basic and make it feel like t- something totally fucking new. It's like taking a sample of an amazing song and trying to make it better or different and, and, and getting it done. And that that's hard. Reinventing a classic versus trying to making up something that's, you know, from scratch. And I'll still do that from time to time, but you know, that, that's one of my specialties is I, I like to make the basic feel extra special. And that's what this workout's all about. And I have, I, cause it's Bulgarian. The, the alternative name for your consideration is Medball mayhem. And I have actual Bulgarian letters in the PDF that comes with this in the workout description too. But that was cool. I, I had no idea that, uh, in Bulgarian, Mayhem is, is ha- like three separate words and it, the really cool looking font, by the way, that would make a good looking tattoo. I actually have some Bulgarian in my blood uh, after some ancestry stuff, but um, interesting. So this workout is 10 movements, 40 seconds of work, 20 seconds of rest. And we talk about like if I'm using the hip hop analogy to exercise creation, uh, there's flow. And, you know, I like to think I have the best moves, but, you know, th- there are X number of moves out there, right? There's X number of words out there. You can create new words and that type of thing, but we know the moves. We know the patterns, but flow is what separates. A lot of people I see, they, they post these, these workouts and like, oh, this is amazing. And it's like, well, it's just five really cool exercises, but they don't flow together. And there's no attention to detail in terms of which exercise is first or next or how they work together. Flow is what separates the good from the great in fitness programming as it does in rap, other things. So, Here's how this flow works. And I love, like, 
again, when I go 10 moves or more, typically I use a lot of unilateral movements because uh, technically it's only five total exercises. You just got to do one each side and it's easier for exercise recall. I know how hard it is to remember a lot of movements, even though it's fun and cool. It, unless someone's there telling you what to do, you, you can sometimes forget and it asking a lot of your exercise recall, especially in a state of fatigue. So we start with this amazing mobility movement that like, it's great for mobility and it's easy on the joints, but God, it is, it, you might find this to be the hardest move in the workout as a warm-up exercise. And you tell me, let me know in the comments, but this is like something else. So you get into a Bulgarian split squat position, start on the ground. Like I like to start bottom up on this, either with a close stance, foot closer to you and a slight forward knee angle for more quad or longer stance for a little more glute ham. And you start there, pull your rib shoulders down, crunch the abs, squeeze the back glute. You're holding your ball. And uh, with the ball, by the way, you want to ideally have a smaller ball that bounces or a traditional bouncing slam ball. If you can, if not, you can still make it work, and I showed it in the video. And then you also want to have a bigger ball, like a Dynamax-style ball, because a lot of the movements we'll do with the ball involve uh, reaching or movement, uh, rotation, and it just it'll feel more shoulder friendly with a wider grip on a lot of these. So just pay attention to that. And ideally a five pound ball and a 10 pound ball would be ideal for the uh, lighter crowd. Uh, so you have a heavy light option. And then for the really advanced, heavy, strong crowd, a 10 and a 20, I, I don't think you'd ever need to go higher than a 20 on this. Trust me. Uh, you know, it, especially with the flow of this movement. So the first two moves, left leg, right leg, ISO twist and reach. You hold the bottom of a Bulgarian split squat, back knee hovering just above the ground. And rotating through the upper back, arms are straight out in front of the body with the ball. You're holding it at shoulder level. You're twisting over the lead leg, moving only at the upper back. So we're actually opening up the thoracic spine, creating rotation, and then challenging your entire lower body stability with that movement. From there, and you're also just opening up that back leg hip flexor in a serious way. You bring it back to the center, and then you reach overhead to improve shoulder mobility, further activate the core, and then further lengthen the hip flexor. Then I just go back and forth in that for 60 seconds. At about the 30-second mark, you're going to be like, oh, shit, there's a half minute left. So remember to breathe, relax. This is not a fast, explosive thing. Don't worry about ever getting more reps on this. It's just about really the first two moves. I want you to just get as relaxed as possible. Like where you're not holding your breath, you don't feel like you're shaking, that's progression. People always think progression has to be going faster or loading up. For this move, it's an activation mobility drill. It's trying to grease the groove and improve joint positioning. So use it to get yourself lathered up and ready to go. This is the starter. This is your warm-up. I, I, again, I, people ask for the warm-up, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's built in. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Like I, I, My exercise flow is on point, all right? And, and, and wait until you see what's coming next. So we're opening it up. Hip flexors are open, shoulders are open, upper back is open. All the stuff that gets tight while you sit all day, it's already open. And now I want to take it a step further and exercise three and four, left and right. So same thing, Bulgarian hinge. <clears throat> so the Bulgarian hinge is a uh, self-assisted one-leg hip hinge with your chair leg on a box bench couch ottoman. The same thing used for a Bulgarian split squat. But now we're not squatting, we're just hinging at the hip. So the knee is soft, it's bent at about a quarter bend, maintained, and you're just going to shift back and reach, and you're holding the ball, by the way, at chest level. You're kind of hugging the ball to the chest as you hinge, and the shoulders will probably be a little bit higher than the hips on this. You're not, you might not get all the way tabletop, but once you get to that position, you hold it, and you're going to simultaneously squeeze the fuck out of the ball. Try to break the ball with your hands to activate those chesticles while simultaneously pressing it out as far out in front of your body to really strengthen your low mid trap. All right, like a lot like we talked about in, in part one on the PVC pipe presses that you're in a prone position on the ground and really just activating those areas to help improve shoulder positioning, posture. Uh, this one is great. And you're also getting incredible glute ham, entire posterior chain activation work. And a five or 10 pound med ball will be like beyond your wildest dreams in terms of challenge. And you keep repeating that pattern. So hinge, reach and press and squeeze the ball, bring it back, come back to a stand and keep repeating that process for a minute, uh, for 40 seconds, I'm sorry. And then you'll switch sides and repeat. Beautiful movement and uh, just really feel it, own it. Uh, so by now, everything is so warm and now we're going to start to pick up the tempo. So if you start, like nothing wrong with starting fast on occasion, but I want you to get lathered up. So basically four minutes in at this point, uh, you've done a warm up. You're ready to go. And, and the good thing is you come back to these two and they'll actually allow you to kind of get some active recovery as you do multiple rounds of this circuit. Up to three total rounds, uh, 10 minute sequence, three total rounds. Again, use the first round, even use the whole first round of warm up if you want. 
then really hit it hard the next two cycles and just accumulate points. One round, one point, two rounds, two points, three rounds, three points. No rounds, zero points. That's unacceptable, okay? That's how we approach this as a lifestyle. So moves five and six, side-to-side slams with level change. So now you get a bouncing ball. If you don't have a bouncing ball, you just do faux slams or you pretend like you're slamming, but you decelerate it as you're coming down and never release the ball. I showed that very well in the videos at the dailybj.com free three-day trial, all right? So you get into your uh, the top of a Bulgarian split squat position. You're balancing, and you're not trying to create a lot of power here. You're just basically slamming side-to-side, creating kind of a, a rainbow arc, while your body's fighting to stabilize with all this movement. So it's very challenging. And then to make it even more challenging, if you're ready for it, after a couple slams, while in a high position, you're going to level down to the bottom of that Bulgarian split squat without letting the knee touch the ground. And then you're going to slam that way over and over that that lead leg. And then you come back up. So there's this level change going on. The time will pass faster. You're going to challenge your stability more, get uh, more hip thigh recruitment. And uh, man, things are really going to start to heat up right now. And again, it's not about power on this. It, you, you create some power if you can, but this is really just about creating dynamic movement uh, to in- increase stability demands and, and bulletproof your joints. Move seven and eight, BSS tempo rotational chops. Tempo! So I love tempo. Tempo is the most underutilized variable in program design, especially on Instagram, because slowing things down is not sexy or fun, nor does it drive engagement. But it does drive Gains and trains. Trains is tread meets gains. Credit to Jonathan Ruga, a longtime DailyBJ.com member and Grillocorn Gains member for trains. I love that one. We worked that in too. So with a rotational chop, and again, I would use a bigger ball on this just for comfort. You're going to basically uh, get into the top of a Bulgarian split squat, holding the ball, and you're going to hold the ball. If, if your uh, right leg is forward, you're holding the ball up and over your left shoulder. It's going to be a diagonal chopping pattern. So what you're going to do is from there, lower down into the bottom of a Bulgarian split squat, but now bring the ball diagonally from your left shoulder all the way across over the lead leg and towards your right shoulder. So it's basically the ball is just over the top of the leg in the bottom position of that lunge. But instead of driving out of there right away, you're going to take a counter two and just kind of pull your body down, hold that position, load yourself up, let the stretch reflex, that rubber band-like quality in your muscles uh, and connective tissues dissipate. And then from there, explode up fast and rip. And then control down, pause, explode. So it's isodynamic, iso-explosive work. One of my favorite ways to just turbocharge metabolism, increase performance because uh, you don't need as heavy of loads. And because you're not uh, and again, sometimes we'll use the stretch reflex, but I like to do more training without it because then when you do engage it, you're even more strong and fast and it's just easier on the joints on a more day-to-day training basis. So those are going to light you up. And then this final one is just a lot of fun. We're doing a thruster with the med ball. And again, a bigger ball is better for this, for the shoulder, especially wide shoulder, uh, long arm people. And you're going to lower to the bottom with the ball at chest level and explode up, press overhead, but then pull the rib shoulders down, crunch the abs, clench the back glute, and then do an overhead tricep extension, but fast and quick, moving only at the elbows. And then you come right back down and go right into the next thruster. So it's a thruster overhead tricep extension. Now, I've shown this this in social media before uh, recently. In fact, uh, a lot of the moves you might recognize in this past month on social media as I was testing out, just basically testing out and fine-tuning these routines. So... What those on social media uh, won't know or non-paying members is that the best way to do this is 30 seconds heavy med ball, 30 seconds light med ball. And you're on the same leg the whole way. So just that that kind of drop set, is it's a way to take this movement to the next level. So that is how I think you get the best result. Now, if you have a single ball, use a single ball. You, you know, this workout is best with two balls, but you can still make a metabolic baby with a single ball. Okay. So make it work. But if you can go heavy light, like a 2010, uh, a 10.5, a 14.7, whatever your fitness level or equipment access, do it. And this will just drive it home. And uh, just a beautiful, beautiful workout. So core intensive. And a lot of you still might miss that, you know, where all the, where's the direct ab work? Well, like we're doing, we're doing chops, we're doing twists, we're doing slams, we're doing I mean, overhead work, like there's so much fucking core work and all planes of motion on this sequence. Why would I waste time on a, on a crunch or sit up? We have to burn calories and get a heart rate response and metabolic response in 30 minutes or less. I mean, I might occasionally work in like a crunch or sit up variation, but it just, they tend to not make the cut when we're short on time. We're trying to get the most efficient workout going here. So, you know, that is what it is. Workout five, the terrible towel. 
I first created a version of this back in 2012. I made this DVD for my former company, Stream Fit That Failed Miserably, but had you know a little bit of success in the beginning. Heart Rate Hotel, 59 hotel room workouts, 12 DVDs. I probably should have just made a single DVD with like three to six hotel workouts. You know, there's a business lesson right there. People would have to travel the rest of their life to access all 59 workouts. I mean, uh, again, I just, that was me when I was younger, man. I, I had the energy and I just, I, I'd use the shotgun approach and I'm just so much smarter about what I do. And I'm like, oh, no one's going to ever use those, that number of workouts. But anyway, six of the routines use a towel because towels are always in hotel rooms. And there's so many of them. And there's small ones and big ones and medium ones and thick ones. And, and I always hated going to hotel gyms. So I, I was always fascinated when I, when I would travel. I just want to do it in my, my room. I don't want to like, have to wear a lot of clothes because it, you know, you're traveling, you get sweaty, and then you got to deal with the fucking disgusting sweaty clothes. You'll ruin them if you don't wash them right away and you sweat as much as I do. So I could like train in just like compression wear, or just even you know, honestly naked sometimes, I'm being honest. And uh, get the workout in shower and be done. But and I would do towel routines. And they were just fucking incredible and just a great change of pace from heavy loaded stuff. And I put it in the middle of the week as well because again, uh, that the the Monday Friday workouts in this month and in most of our months here, they're just they're going to be more taxing. So I, I can't make another version of that uh, midweek. It's just going to be too much for you. Uh, you need two days of rest on some of these routines. Just to be honest, especially if you're over thirty. So trust me on that. But this workout is great. And here's the thing with this workout, especially like the move the towel tornado, which I'll talk about. And why I always recommend just if you can find a way to train at home, like I will grant you that some of these movements look absolutely fucking ridiculous. I'll grant it to you. But I don't care what people think about me, period. Except people I really love and, you know, that I live with, right? My wife really like, I really only care what my wife thinks at this point. I hope you like most of what I do, but I, you know, what I don't know, I don't know you guys personally. I have to live with my wife. She has to live with me. So, uh, I don't care about that. And especially when it comes to training, my MO in training is simple. The best possible way at this time, no matter what I look like or what I'm using, I don't need a barbell. I'm so fucking good at what I do. I don't need a barbell to do it. Meat sticks that have no fucking knowledge of training, only no load. They need a barbell. They need a lot of weight, but been there, done that. I'm ba- I'm just fucking five decades ahead of some of those people. And so are you, frankly, listening to this podcast. If you remember my site, you've been training the fucking future for a long time. Uh, congratulations. You've been doing the Tesla of workouts for a long time. So you're just ahead of the game. And with that comes the mindset that blinders on, man in the mirror, woman in the mirror, who gives a fuck what anybody else thinks. Don't allow that to fucking taint your workout. So many fucking sexual innuendos taint. Don't let it taint your workout. But yeah, this one might, you might look like a total jackass in the gym doing this one. Sorry, but give it a chance because it'll be one of the best workouts of your life. You'll be blown away what you can use with a towel. And again, that, that's always been the fun for me is, you know, I, 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 this is to me, a, it's a challenge. You don't know a lot of trainers that can fucking give you an epic workout with a fucking beach towel or a bath towel. This is, this, this was never, <laughs> never seen before. All right. I, I, I did hear, by the way, when I was making this in 2012, because I like to research physical culture and the history of it. Apparently, Bruce Lee was a big fan of towels and the manual tension you could create with that. And so I guess I, I'd have to say, like, I've worked for Bruce Lee. Uh, fuck it. Like, if you don't think I'm good enough, Bruce Lee used this shit. So I'll use Bruce Lee as the, the Fitzpo. But uh, I, I never saw Bruce Lee do some of the shit you're about to hear or see. Okay. So we start with one leg towel waves. Uh, I got this, the wave idea from my buddy, David Jack. You take a big fucking towel, the bigger the cloth, the bigger the metabolic froth. That's what we say. So there it is, the, the hard, you know, more wind resistance, the more challenge you'll get on it. But you can't create the same velocity as a battle rope or whatever else, right? But by going on one leg and balancing kind of a slight quarter squat position, one leg, uh, you are basically creating the right amount of force to create a stability demand. So isodynamic. I'm not a huge fan of just ISO, ISO, like just hold a plank because it's boring. And uh, typically people do it for long periods of time. So I like to find ways to take an isometric and add dynamic qualities around it to maximize the return and make it more fun for you. And frankly, more effective because there's an oscillation effect, which is just going to turbocharge the proprioceptors in your body that help, you know, all these, these little things around the joint that fire up the muscles that stabilize it. That's what I'm trying to get going as much as possible. And the fact that it's your built-in warm-up makes it even better. 
So you do a full leg. You're going to hold that for 60 seconds. Just balancing on one leg for 60 seconds without touching is hard. Add a towel wave. You're holding uh, an end. Uh, uh, you're holding one end of the towel, one side in each hand, and just fucking making waves. And the videos show this perfectly. And you're holding it. You might have to do a little back toe touching, or you could even go a stagger where that back toe is touching the whole way, but just like slowly shifting more weight, more weight onto the lead leg. I don't want it to be too much of a balance thing. Like if you're fine, you're constantly, uh, you know, having to stop and start, then just use a little kickstand with that back toe. Okay. And light it up. Great way to start. You'll also warm up the shoulders, the abs. Cardio will also be kicking after two minutes on this. And this is a uh, 12 move workout, 60 seconds of work, 15 seconds of rest. Takes 12, I'm sorry, 15 minutes to complete. Another edit here on the fly. Um, and perform it to two total rounds for a 30 minute workout. So you got it. Then we go into hands elevated towel alternating push up ISO row. I like to elevate the hands to put you in a better position. A shoulder, shoulders uh, higher than hip position will just put you in the best scapular positioning. Yeah, it might be a little less load, but you know, this is also part of your built in warm up. And what we're trying to do here is we don't have dumbbells, right? We're using a towel. So this is a great travel workout, home workout, whatever. And if you, if you wanted to save this for those times, you could and just plug in another uh, workout from past months, okay? So the choice is yours. Make, make it work for your schedule. But uh, I just, again, I, I put these in because not only do I want you guys to always have uh, no excuse options, but I, I want to constantly challenge you and expose you to some new stuff and stimulate your mind and your body. So what we do is we actually, you'll push down with one hand with the towel into the box or bench. And I use a padded bench for this because it'll be more comfortable for the hands. And then you pull with the opposite uh, hand on the other end of the towel to the point where you can't pull it anymore. And that, that's that's overcoming isometrics. You can't rip the towel. You know, Even Hulk couldn't do it. So you're just basically creating a one or two second isometric squeeze. And then you're come, bringing the other hand back down and you're switching and repeating. Again, the video makes perfect sense. But I'm basically using the towel for manual tension to create a push-pull effect while in an elevated plank position. Great movement. Great for the shoulders and the core. Just try to fight to keep the hips and shoulders square to the ground. That's the key on that. Then we go 90-90 squat ISO with push-pull. So we get into that 90-90 position between the trunk and the legs at the level of the hip. We're holding that isometrically. And then similar concept to the push-pull we did on the plank. So... I got you in a plank first to activate the core and align the joints, all right? And now you're lathered up, and now, now we're doing a more advanced version of that move. This is where flow comes into play. But now I'm having you squat, iso, and, and free space. So just the layers to this. I set your upper body positioning so that now when we go to the lower body, your trunk is locked in and ready to go. And by now, your legs are warm, and there's blood everywhere, and the joints are lubricated. And, I mean, you're ready to, uh, to have a metabolic fuck, so to speak. Okay, we're there. We're at that point right now. And you'll feel this, by the way, when you get into these workouts. Pay attention. Just feel the flow. Feel the beat. Feel the beat. So from there, holding that ISO, we are going to do a push-pull with the upper body. So you're going to sim- basically keep um, attention in the arm. So when you're, you're rowing with one arm and pressing with the other at shoulder level. But as you do it, you never let you never lose tension in the towel. You're constantly pulling it apart because if you don't and then the towel gets loose then you lose the tension so you got to find this is where you just play around experiment with the right spacing and lock it in but without holding your breath and that's key on these because this will really challenge you we're just constantly and under control constant tension just slow in slow out push pulling while holding that 90 90 squat position and uh i mean for a minute on that man it's going to be something else you'll enjoy it sometimes it's really good to slow things down Moves five and six, unilateral base, a lateral stance, contralateral one-arm towel row. Contralateral means the opposite hand is holding of the leader work leg. Ipsilateral means the same side hand is holding as lead leg. So just so you know the terminology. Iso means isometric, all right? So what we're going to do is we get into kind of a lateral stance. You'll step on the towel with the uh, work leg, which is the lead leg, and then with the opposite hand, and again, you're think about like a tug-of-war type position in a lot of ways. But you're going to just do one arm only and try to create, grab the, the area of the towel where you create a 90-degree angle with your arm. That's, that's what I want because that 99 is going to give you some crazy activation on that row. And all we're going to do there is pull and create tension. So you're pushing down with the, in this case, the left leg in this lateral position, and then you're pulling with the right arm and creating this crazy activation between the opposite glute shoulder, hip shoulder. Now, there's a couple ways you can do this. You can just do it for a minute at a lower intensity or lower to moderate intensity. You could also go 
max effort for about five to 10 seconds, take a couple seconds break, no more than five seconds, and then repeat that sequence without having to actually time things or count it, just go on feel for the full minute. I like that sometimes because you actually can create more intensity and sometimes on a just a long duration ISO, uh, you never ramp up to the intensity you want and, and form can slip on you. So just play around with what works for you. This is where it's like, you know, I, I don't want to tell you exactly how to do it because I want you to play around and find which what you like the best. So by the way, both options are excellent. I use both, but sometimes I just want to go hard for five to 10, rest for a couple, gather, shake it out, and then go again. And then I'll, I'll just go into the minutes up. Don't get caught in traditional set rep or uh, perfect parameters. I set these up so that as long as you have intention and focus, uh, no matter which approach you take, you're going to leave accomplished and successful. Then we go move seven and eight, split stance, level change, towel, tornado. So now you're going to hold the towel. This is the one that, that you look fucking crazy. Like you'll look even crazier than some of those fucking CrossFitters, okay? So look, I'm, I'm not saying that uh, the stuff I, I do doesn't look crazy. It's just, it's just good for you. It's not, you're not going to get hurt doing this. Like that's where most crazy stuff in the gym is. It's just like, it's crazy because like, why you, you you want to die today? You want to lose a limb? You don't want to walk for the rest of your life? So with a towel, <laughs> I might look like uh, an insane banshee, but you know, it's it's so effective. Like you guys will not believe how the activation you're gonna get in your abs and your hips and your stabilizers. Uh, thank me later on this one and let me know in the comments how crazy this is when you do it right. Because if by the way, if you don't create enough force, the towel won't stay in motion. So you really got to rip it. So we'll use a level change in this too, but you'll start at the top in a split stance and you're going to grab uh, the bottom part of the towel with both hands, kind of like a baseball bat in that sense. And then you're going to hold that position then bring the towel kind of at chest shoulder level and then just try to create a circle just with your arms. Keep your arms straight and just create kind of a tornado or a cyclone. And now your body has to stabilize around this incredible rotational force you're building. And then we make it even more challenging by doing a couple reps uh, at the top position and a couple reps at the bottom, adding that level change up and down. And when you go to the down position, you can actually go more overhead and uh, get even more ridiculous ab activation, uh, in my opinion, uh, but with crazy mobility benefits. Uh, But this one uh, is incredible. So what you can also do too is it's a moment at work period. Go 30 seconds clockwise, 30 seconds counterclockwise or vice versa. So we get, we get both directions going and then you will then rest and then switch sides and repeat. Switch legs. The next one is just something else. I, I, I posted this in my stories recently. This is me in the midst of my beautiful mind moments, uh, my sativa, chiva programming. Uh, I got in the ground and I got into a dead bug position where your knees are tucked to your chest, your shoulders are lifted off the ground, and you're flattening your lower back into the, into the floor. Great way to improve uh, core strength and total body stability. But what I did is I blocked my feet together and I looped a towel around the middle of both feet, and then I had one end of the towel in my hands. And what I was going to then do, and I'm a huge fan of this, again, manual tension, manual resistance, I used my legs to create tension for the arms and my arms to create tension for the legs. So as I push out against the towel with my legs in kind of a dead bug leg press, my elbow flexors, biceps, brachialis, forearms are resisting the legs. Obviously, the legs are a lot stronger than the biceps, so um, they can't fully overcome that, but they can resist enough to just create a nice, good fucking pump and mind-muscle connection in those legs. And because of most towels, you actually can't fully extend your legs. So there's a constant tension stimulus. And then from there... You use your arms to basically hammer curl your your feet back and your knees back to the tucked position, but you then push just enough against the towel with your legs and your feet to resist your arms. And you go back and forth nonstop on that for 60 seconds. You can play around with a faster tempo or just go real slow and controlled throughout. Don't worry about reps on this. This is just a straight uh, mind-muscle high-tension drill. And, and I would never speed it up because you'll lose the tension. But your abs are going to be on fire because you're holding a, basically a upside down plank the whole time as you do it. It's something else, man. Uh, give it a shot. And by the way, the final two moves, you do it on one leg at a time. And on one leg at a time, your your two arms can actually finally have a fair fight with one leg. So it's a great way to finish it off one leg at a time. You'll also improve your hip mobility, your hip flexor strength, stability. Uh, in between those two, the, so there's the two leg towel, leg press, bicep curl, 
And then the final two moves are one leg at a time, same thing, left, right. Between those is move 10, sweepers plus level change. This was actually part of the original terrible towel workout. And what you're doing is you're holding a towel with the uh, arms at shoulder level uh, and about shoulder width apart, and, and it's completely tense. And you're not just holding it there. You're pulling actively kind of doing like a band pull apart to create tension in the rear delts, upper mid back, and just pulling it, pulling it apart and holding that. But then from there, we pivot the feet, rotate the hips, and sweep from one side to the other. All right, you're making like a full, it looks like a street fighter move in a lot of ways. You're making a full 180 from side to side. And again, the belly button is always forward. It's all about pivoting feet, rotating hips, the key athletic movement that people don't train in the gym. They're always flat-footed. You've got to be able to transfer from heel to toe and back. And you've got to be able to do it while organizing your core so you don't twist your low back. And beyond doing that, and it basically, first of all, emphasize exploding out and then pausing and gathering versus like going slow, going at like a medium tempo on both directions. I'd rather you go fast, go fast to one side and then decelerate, gather, go fast back. That's how, that's the tempo. It's, it's, That's what it sounds like when I'm doing it versus I don't want that. I want all right, because the more acceleration, the greater the deceleration demand and the more deceleration demand, the bigger the metabolic boost and the bigger the fortification of the joints. And uh, you might get less reps, but every rep matters more. And then to that, you can go from uh, a more high level position to a low level where you actually sink down more. And now when you go low and stay low, like as if you're trying to stay in a do this workout in a tiny house that the hip thigh engagement is just insane. So you do like five seconds high, five seconds slow, keep popping back and forth before you know what minute is up and your heart rate's 170 plus. You're welcome. You are welcome. But then we finish with these uh, just classic pump moves on the ground for the abs and core. So tons of ab work. And uh, I think, I think you guys will really love this one. Oh, I know you will. If you give it a shot. If, if uh, you're still kind of uh, in your feelings and a little bit insecure about some of the stuff, you might not fully appreciate this. But, you know, those that are reaching the more enlightened state, you realize no one gives a shit. No one gives a shit. Like they might notice or talk shit, but then eventually they're going to get back to their workout. So focus on yours. Sixth and final workout as we close out this Method Behind the Madness podcast, parts one and two. Workout six, sandbag lay day from hell. And uh, this one is a full body workout. Make no mistake. But it is super leg intensive. And, uh, you know, part of how I look at balancing an entire month of programming is like, I, I, I know you, we have a lot of people that, uh, BJ, I want more leg workout stuff. And again, if, if you really want to go full muscle building mode, that, that's what GorillaCornGains.com is for. That's the graduate program for the Daily BJ, where you go from basically doing three whole body workouts a week, more fat loss oriented. Still, you can build muscle with them, but not to the level that you can with, you know, four workouts a week that are 40 minutes in length. And typically, uh, or like the new split that we're using, that'll be part of the 2020 plan. We're going to be launching a lower cost version of Gorilla Corn Gains in the $50 to $100 per month range, depending on length of commitment. Uh, towards the end of 2019, for 2020, stay tuned for that. If you want to go into more of the uh, gains mode and be the most jacked dude in your hood, it'll also be co-ed, by the way. But uh, but just, you know, that's who these dudes are. I, I know who these guys are. I see them and we do live streams together and uh, these these guys are just like in each neighborhood. They're the, they're the biggest, strongest, leanest dude. So, uh, but you know, there's extra work involved, and probably more than what most of you are interested in doing. And you're probably getting everything you want from the DailyBJ.com. But again, there's levels to this, and you make the choice. So, uh, you know, there's uh, we right now we're doing an upper lower. Each week is an upper uh, four workouts total: one upper, one lower, and then two metcons. And one of the Metcons can be boxing if you want, but uh, that that's the split, man. I, I'm only doing four workouts a week at this point, and I'm finding my recovery is just incredible. I'm getting more intensity to each of my workouts, and uh, I'm really enjoying them more than I have before. And I'm getting thicker, like thick. I think I was just doing too much and uh, wasn't giving my body the recovery. And I, I, I think my body's starting to super compensate with the extra recovery. Uh, less cortisol in my system. My testosterone levels are up because I'm, you know, like... Not, without giving too much information, like um, I am a sexual demon. I'm entering my sexual prime. You have to pay attention to when that happens, by the way, because it's a special time. It's not going to last forever. I know that. I just started. I just entered it. And I hope I can do it, stay in this for a long period of time. 
Um, but I know it'll pass at some point, so I'm really just treasuring, treasuring every day here. Anyway, too much training uh, will affect your performance in the bedroom and will affect your relationship with your partner. It's a resources thing. It's a hormone thing. So just don't fucking drive yourself into the earth. The whole point of this shit is to actually end up fucking more. So that that is, there's one thing the dailybj.com can do for you. I hope it's that. So Sandbag Lay Day from Hell, built in and warm as always, and we front load with some classic uh, strength upper body movements, a sandbag bicep curl. I love that variation. You'll ideally want to have two sandbags, the smaller one and the next size up. All my gears at gardenofgains.com with a Z, including discount codes. So check those out. It's a 10-move workout, 45 seconds of work, 15 seconds of rest. I like that work to rest for this because uh, with sandbags, because of the shifting nature of the bag and, and the complexity of some of these movements, um, you know, I, I don't think 30 seconds of work is enough time to get enough repetition in, on, on a sandbag versus a dumbbell or a kettlebell. So I went 45-15. I thought that was the perfect work-to-rest ratio on this. So again, that's those aren't random. That's not just me like, oh, I did a 40-20, so I got to do it. No, the 45-15 was best for this particular training tool and routine that I put together. 10 minutes to complete, do up to three total rounds. Sandbag bicep curls into sandbag overhead fist presses. Very sexual sounding movement, um, and, and it is a, has a sensual feel to it. The, the hardest part of this exercise is you have to basically power clean the bag to the top of your fist. And then, then from there, you're basically pressing the bag from your fist. So you get this crazy, it's almost like that band bell setup where you have band and weight attached to a barbell. But you don't, it's a sandbag. And there's just this shifting nature and it's so good for the shoulders and the core. And you're trying to press that bag straight up over your head while rooting your feet into the ground, pulling your ribs and shoulders down, keeping the abs engaged, the glutes clenched. And uh, after those first two movements, man, your upper body is gonna be swole. And really things are just getting started. So you're warmed up. And now we're gonna go into the lateral plane of movement with uh, moves three and four. So it's a lat, now by the way, if you can't do the clean on these, you can just do lateral steps like basically stepping to your left and the bag touches your left foot while hinging at the hips and squatting as well. But it's more of a hinge squat, you know, with the shoulders higher than the hips, then you step to the return to a stand, then go to the other side. And, uh, but what we ideally want to do is add a clean after each step. So you step and then you clean it to the shoulder level as you come to a stand and then go to the other leg clean, other leg clean. And then the next progression, you have to watch a video on this. You go behind the neck on this. So it actually touches the upper mid back and it might like be, oh, this looks dangerous. No, it's, it's just a really advanced movement. And if you do it right, you're not, you're not focusing on trying to slam it behind your body. You're just basically trying to quickly pull it over your head and finishing into an overhead tricep extension position, which by the way, we've been working on in previous workouts. Remember that in workout four, the thruster to overhead tricep extension. So I'm I'm getting your body, guys. Yeah, the layers to this. I, I'm I'm getting your body ready for the real challenging movements in the previous workouts. But uh, you got to see the video of this. It is just something else, hard to describe. But like one of the most challenging movements I've done in maybe the last five years. And I was using a 15 pound bag in the beginning. I actually unloaded the bag, so go very light on this. And if you can't figure out or not comfortable with the behind the neck option, just do the lateral step or lateral step and clean twice. Just take. 15 seconds of rest between each time doing it. So again, don't say it as I can't do it. Focus on what you can do, not what you can't. But we've got some advanced people that are ready for stuff like this. And I have to expose them to that as well because we have a, we have a diverse member group. I want to try to, you know, make sure everybody's getting getting what they need. But that one's something else. And just see the video. I, I can't really do it justice with audio. But that that might be one of my favorite moves of the entire month. It's also fun. Let me know what, what your favorite moves are in the comments. You know, for each workout, let me know how you liked it um, and, and let me know favorite, hardest thing, easiest thing, favorite move. Just I, I love hearing the feedback because, um, you know, feedback, this is the feedback I look for. Um, what you enjoyed. Because then, I, then instead of saying what you didn't like, just tell me what you enjoyed. And I, I, that, that, that's what I'm looking for. That's, that's constructive criticism because then I automatically know that you didn't enjoy the other stuff as much. So you don't have to say, oh, I, I didn't like this. See what I'm trying to say? Like, there's a way to give feedback. Um, so if I hear what you guys like more of, guys and gals like more of, that, that just tells me to, to try to find a way to work in more of that, knowing that ultimately um, I only take so much of your feedback because you're paying me as the expert to give you the best possible workouts. So you have to trust me too. It goes both ways. 
but I, I do love hearing the feedback. Like it makes my day to hear someone say like, what, I was blown away by this workout and uh, it's fuel, man. I'm sorry. I don't have to tell you. I'm human too. Like I, I, I do like, uh, I like to hear that you like my shit and I, I like to hear what specifically you do like and want to see more of. And, and I'll try to deliver. It's, it's, we're in a, we are in a relationship and I love you and uh, you hate me and it's working. Okay. Uh, it's working for me at least. Then we go into this rotational lunge sequence. So I've always talked about a good workout being like an onion. They're just, there are layers to it. I like to, so we start with the first layer and as you peel away the layers, what happens when you're cutting onions? You start to cry more. So there's more metabolic tears every time you peel another layer and get deeper to the core. So some of these, again, in the beginning, you're like, eh. I mean, by the way, this one, by the way, is hard from start to finish because there's like this strength muscle building moves in the beginning and more upper body base. And then it's like legs and whole body integration the rest of the way. And they just get more dynamic and skill-based as we go. So you do sandbag rotational lunge. So that's, you hold the sandbag, right it in front of your body at hips in a full stand. And you then, you'll, in this case, if we're going to go left leg, you'll step your right leg back into a reverse lunge, but then pass the bag over the lead leg. Moving through the upper back, your thoracic spine, not your lower back. Okay. And I show this with great intention in the video. You do all your reps on one leg, rest, and then switch. And then we go to the harder pattern, the alternating rotational lunge. So it's really difficult. Like you can kind of lock in when you one leg at a time, but when you're adding rotation, you have to switch legs. It's another component, it's another layer. Now, if you started with the alternating rotational lunge, that might be too hard for some of you, but because we did each leg individually first, We've already greased the groove, and now we're just to ask your nervous system to do one extra thing, just alternate legs, versus alternate legs and create rotation. You see, that's, that's where flow comes into play. Flow is everything. I think with, with programming, especially uh, metabolic circuits, it's all about flow. And uh, I think the flow is more important than, than the lyrics, or in, this, in the case of a workout, moves. Mo- moves are great, but we are, like, there's... The moves aren't a mystery to most people. Like people know the moves. There's a press, there's a squat, there's a lunge, there's a row, there's a pull-up, there's a curl, there's a tricep. You know, we know the moves. But uh, the flow is what really makes your muscles grow. So understand that is key. And then we add another layer. We do a alternating rotational lunge, iso-explode high pull. So from the rotational lunge, you explode out of that after a one or two second hold and you pull it in a high pull pattern to chest level, but you finish back into the stand, you then kind of absorb the bag and and, and kind of finish, because it's going to fall now on, you've got to absorb it into a hip hinge or kind of hang clean position. You reset and you repeat to the other side. Again, the video makes perfect sense on this. And uh, that one is kind of prepping you for maybe, uh, God, this is tough. So I'd say head to head, and I guess, that, would they all be sandbag based? My Maybe my two, like, Favorite moves or signature moves of the month are the alternating lateral step and behind the neck clean with the sandbag. And then this last one, the seesaw lunge and rotational high pull. And credit to Josh Hankin for this. Is, I first saw from Josh Hankin, the Lord of Sand. We had him on the podcast before. Listen to that episode. And his bags are the bags I use. He's the best. I don't just buy like The bags are awesome and they're the best. But also, I, I'm buying the bags because I believe in Josh Hankin and what he's invented with sandbag programming and, and not just, it's not about the sandbag. It's about the movements. It's about the training system. So, you know, again, you support the arts. I don't just say it because I want you to support me. I, I do it for other people. I support all the legends in this business. I, I do the best I can and I learn from them and I credit them when I can. And I try to turn them up, turn you on to them as well, because I know they can make you better. And I don't mind the hockey assist. I, I'm secure enough in me that I, you'll, I mean, they're legends. And I, I know you eventually, maybe you'll get if you get bored of my stuff, you go to them. Great. But I also know too that, you know, I've got this flow to what I do. So, so it's a seesaw lunge with a rotational high pull added into it. Okay. <laughs> go light and respect the move. But man, 45 seconds of this and, and with the seesaw, only one leg is in contact with the ground the whole time. You'll rest and switch. It's just an f- awesome way to end the workout. And I, you know, because I approach each circuit, people ask BJ, what about some finishers? Well, I, I just put the finishers into the main workout. Do you understand? Like, uh, you know what they say about a finisher? If you need a finisher, you, you don't work out right. I'm not saying you don't occasionally like try something new at the end of your workout or like take on a challenge occasionally, but if you need a finisher, 
You just didn't fucking empty the tank in the main workout. And I create each circuit or each workout at thedailybj.com and, and frankly, all my programs so that there's a, a distinct starter and a distinct finisher. All right. The starters are meant to warm you up, grease the groove, get you ready for the stuff to come. All right. Flip that switch. The finishers are meant to melt your fucking face. And then all the stuff in between is just slowly ramping you up to get there. All right. And putting you in a position of success. Great month of workouts. Uh, really proud of this. I have not been as excited to make these workouts. Maybe the last time was like when I when I made, um, might have been like the first, might have been speech or a Delta Fit. Like I was like, I'm going to put, I always put everything I have into it, but like I just tapped into something special this year. I don't know if it was the weed. I don't know if it's just uh, the energy I'm getting from the podcast. I don't know, but, um, or my life, but I just, I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you feel the extra love and TLC I put into it. And uh, just know too, like, it's a long season. I can't fucking drop 50 every night. I'm going to have some off nights. I might just, might be 30, might be 20 points, but I'll still put you in a position to win the game and come out ahead a little better that day. Um, So it's hard to do this good every month, uh, but that's what I'm chasing. And, uh, you know, I don't just fucking uh, put out uh, one DVD every five years like a lot of these people do. By the way, a lot of these high-level people that, like, uh, have huge followings that have DVDs, um, I'm just telling you, a lot of them, like, I'm talking about the DVDs and infomercials, they don't even design their own workouts. They actually pay a real trainer to make their workouts. And whether they, sometimes they credit the trainer, sometimes they don't. But then they're just, like, the acting talent that delivers it because they're good motivators and they're good-looking and good on screen. But... um you know, it's like the fucking, you know, rappers and singers. Like, nothing wrong with singing someone else's song occasionally. But I've never sang someone else's song when it come to, came to programming. I design all these fucking workouts. And I know how to perform them and teach them and that type of thing. So I take great pride in that. And uh, I don't, I'm not trying to, like, always go to hip-hop or rap or whatever. But just a good example because it was like fitness is like hip-hop in the beginning right now. People are just learning about it. And we don't even know what's good and bad. So we have to educate. Um, but I just, I hope you know that. Like, there's, there should be authenticity to it. I, I couldn't fucking do someone, like, I'm going to have my fucking face on a DVD. And it's going to be somebody else's workouts. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm sorry, man. I, I couldn't do that. Like, because first of all, I don't need to do that. My workouts are the fucking best, in my opinion. So just understand that too, like. If you're going to buy a DVD, like just make sure that the dude on the cover, the gal on the cover made the workouts because if they didn't, if they weren't really good enough to make their own workouts, are they good enough to fucking be on the cover of a DVD? I will leave you with that. I love you guys. Peace. If you're not a member of the site, get a free three-day trial at thedailybj.com. You could literally download all the PDFs, see all the workouts, and then cancel and and pay us nothing if that's what you wanted to do, but at least you can see what it's like. And there is... uh, with it, an app for Apple and Android devices. You can get ask comments on each video and ask questions so I can interact with you. And I also send app notifications or as my members know them as sext messages. So uh, there, there is a benefit to being a member and uh, you can get some good discounts for an annual membership as well. Give it a shot. If you don't like it, great. At least you tried it. And even if you don't, you got a shit ton of information uh, from me in these episodes. So love you guys. Peace.